Patient-Centered, Family-Sensitive Care, Temecula Valley Hospital, presenting our series of informative podcasts. It's TVH Health Chat with Melanie Cole. What started as an apparent kidney infection led Katie Wheeler on a journey of repeated hospitalizations, tests, and unanswered questions, and she's here with us to share her story. Katie, welcome to the show. Tell us your story. What what have you been going through? What happened? What were you feeling at the time? Hey, thank you for having me. So it started many years ago. In 2011, I was diagnosed with a left-sided kidney infection, which, you know, usually isn't a big deal. They treat it with antibiotics and it'll typically go away. That wasn't the case for me. Kind of stuck in that left kidney and not a lot of answers as to why. But they had put me on intravenous antibiotics every day, which ended up causing a lot of damage to my stomach. I had repeated stomach infection, which is C. diff. I had that about four times and, you know, just not a lot of answers as to why this was happening. So what prompted you to look for new doctors or, you know, what did you do next? Well, this went on for years and um, finally they, they did a partial nephrectomy in February of 2014. It wasn't enough. So eight months later, they took the rest of the kidney. I was still having infections, which Actually, it wasn't even the biggest deal at that time. I was losing so much weight. I was down to, at that time, probably in the low 100s. And I'm really tall. So, you know, that was a problem. And I had seen the same doctors for, for years. And, you know, I trusted them. They were great. But I just needed a new new set of eyes. So because this was kidney-related, what prompted you to see a gastroenterologist like Dr. Chakrabarty? Um well, he had done some testing, you know, a few years previous to my admittance at TVH, and they had come up negative. When I was admitted at TVH for my port that was in my chest, I became septic, and um, he was just on the team of doctors that were seeing me. So what happened? How, how did they figure out what's going on with you? So there was a lot of testing done. They treated me for the sepsis, which at the moment was, you know, the immediate problem. I was very, very, very sick. And I was there for about 12 days, did really, really well with the treatment. And then I was sent home and I didn't do so well. I was puking and had really, really bad pain. So my mom took me to Dr. Chakabarty's office and he directly admitted me from his office to TBH and, you know, did more extensive testing. What did they find? He found out that I had um, a rare disorder called SMA syndrome. And that was actually caused from the nephrectomy. So this wasn't something you had before they did the nephrectomy. It was a result afterward. Correct. All of my organs had kind of shifted into that space where the kidney used to be, and it was compressing in between those two arteries. So anything that I would eat or drink would come right back up. It wouldn't go past that point. So after they figured out what you know what you had and that it was SMA, what did they do for you? Dr. Chakabarty placed a feeding tube, which allowed me to gain weight. So what happens with SMA syndrome is there's a cushion of fat around the artery. And the more weight you lose, the less fat that cushions that artery. And so when he inserted the G-tube, I was able to gain weight. Over about a two-month period, I gained about 40 pounds. So at that time I that he placed the G-tube, I was 93 pounds. And I had wow. went up to about 130 in two months. And that had put that cushion of fat around that artery again. So you were in the hospital on and off for a pretty long time, and you got to know 
some of the other doctors and medical team at Temecula Valley. Tell us a little bit about that. I did. Yes. Everyone there was great, from the nurses to the CNAs, even the people that would come clean my room. I mean, everybody just had such compassion. And, you know, I'd been a lot of different places seeking treatment or being sent to different places, you know, from recommendations from whoever was seeing me then. And I just never seen that before. And I think that, you know, when you're feeling so sick and helpless, that's something that goes a long way. A little compassion goes a long way. I'd also like to mention Dr. Ho, who was a big part of my journey to getting better. He actually allowed me to shadow him, and it was amazing. He is so smart and so dedicated to his patients. He has people coming from all over the United States just to see him. In fact, one of his patients is my mother, and she lives in Idaho and won't see anybody else but him. So he really is great. They just have such great people working there. Katie, you had dreams of becoming a doctor. That's what I read about you. And and so what are you most looking forward to now? Are those are those dreams something you see as a reality? Absolutely. I was actually going to apply to medical school in 2011 when I had gotten sick, had everything kind of set up and ready to go and, you know, wasn't able to do that. And then, you know, seeing how my care was and I was just sick for so long and no answers. I actually, there was a point where I was like, I want nothing to do with medicine. If I make it out of this alive, there's no way until I came to Temecula Valley and just saw a whole different side of medicine. And they inspired me and they pushed me and, you know, that's what I'm going to do. So, so are you in medical school? Are you in the process of applying? Where are you right now? So I'm just taking classes. I had, you know, had everything completed, but it's been about 13 years since I started college. So they like to see updated what you could do now. So now I'm just taking classes and I'll apply next year. I'll apply two years in a row. And if I don't get in, I just want to be in medicine in any any aspect. So nursing, anything where I could help. Oh, wonderful. And so how do you feel now, Katie? I feel really good. I, you know, I'm 85% better than I ever dreamed to be. I still, you know, get infection. And, you know, I have to be really careful. That's that's something that, you know, I'm just going to have to live with. But knowing that I have a hospital that knows how to treat me when I come in and, you know, about the SMA syndrome, because it is such a big deal, is really comforting. What would you like to tell your doctors and the medical team at Temecula Valley Hospital that cared for you and helped you to get on the road to recovery? Thank you. They really gave me my life back. I appreciate everything that they did for me. It was one of the hardest times in my life. Everything that I once knew to be normal was changing at that time that I got admitted to Temecula Valley, and they made it such an easy transition for me. Wow, what a great story. You put a smile on my face, Katie, and we wish you all the best of luck. You're going to make an amazing healthcare professional. I can tell that. Just by what you've gone through, you'll understand what patients are feeling and what kinds of care that they need. Thanks again for being with us today. You're listening to TVH Health Chat with Temecula Valley Hospital. For more information, please visit TemeculaValleyHospital.com. That's TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.